Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we are going to be talking about the hidden job market. So we're going to cover what it is and where to find it and how you can take advantage of it because it sounds pretty cool, right? If you've seen any of these experts or gurus talking about the hidden job market, you know, it's this secretive channel that most applicants aren't using, but it's where all the hires are made. And so how do we get you in there? So let's start with what it is. And in order to do that, I'm just going to tell a story here. So a friend of mine, his company was hiring for a role and the VP of their team announced it when it opened up at an internal meeting. So she showed up and she said, you know, hey, everyone, we have an open headcount. We're looking to fill it. If you or anybody you know would be a good fit, send them my way. You have my email. You know, let's get this show on the road. So that's exactly what happened. Internal employees and their referrals were all being passed to this hiring manager for the role, but this was a larger company. And so getting the role posted online required a lot of steps. There's a lot of red tape, a lot of bureaucracy. We need to write the job description. We need multiple approvals. We need to make sure that budget is good. And then we need to actually get it out there. So the time in between the moment the VP announced it and when that role was actually posted online was about six weeks. So what's happening during that time? Well, as we mentioned, all of those internal employees and the referrals are being passed along and they're interviewing and they're going through the process well before anybody else in the outside world can see this posting. So eventually the posting makes it online, right? But at this point, the VP has already essentially gone through her most highly vetted and qualified candidates, people who have a plus one from somebody internal or who are already working at this company. And one, the company already likes its own, right? They've already vetted people internally. They know what they're capable of. And then one layer beyond that are those referrals, right? If you have a plus one from somebody who's already doing great work, there's a lot of data out there that shows referrals tend to be better employees. They're more productive. They're more loyal. They stay longer. They generate more ROI. So companies love referrals and that's why they pay them a referral bonus, right? That's why they pay them a couple thousand bucks to bring somebody in. So what does that mean for everybody else? Well, If you wait until the job is posted online, chances are pretty good that other people have already been interviewing for this role. And those candidates probably have a leg up on you because they have that referral or they're already working for the company. So in most cases, the hiring manager probably has somebody in mind for this role, but they do have to go through the online sourcing just in case somebody else shows up and also for legal reasons, diversity and inclusion reasons, and other things of that nature. But at the end of the day, you are going to be really hard pressed as a cold online applicant to stand above and beyond people who already have folks vouching for them internally. So what I just described there was essentially the hidden job market at work. At every company, there is almost always going to be a lag between when the role is announced internally and when it is posted online. But even then, or even if that gap is a little bit shorter than the one I mentioned in my example, referrals are still preferred, again, because there's a lot of data behind them being better employees and they already have that plus one. So making a great hire is about two things. One, it's about finding somebody who can drive the most ROI, and that's the one that we know. But the second thing is also mitigating risk. It's really, really costly for a company to make a bad hire. 
And when you think about everything that goes into it, we have, you know, hiring the recruiters, uh, whether they're in-house or external, sourcing all these candidates and all the hours that go into that, posting on job boards that cost money, uh, advertising for these jobs that cost money. And then we're taking people on the hiring team away from their job for an hour, two hours, three hours at a time to interview candidates. There's a lot of expense that goes into that. But on top of it, there's also this lost productivity, right? So if we're hiring for a role, it means that somebody is not currently in that role generating some sort of value for the company. So you have to factor in that opportunity cost. And when you look at the average revenue per head at a company, you basically take their either gross or or net revenue for the year and you divide it by the total number of people. And then you divide that out by 365. So basically how much is each person worth per day at this company? And then you look at the average job search and the time to fill a role that gets really costly really quickly. And so when we factor in everything here, you're looking at tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in opportunity costs. And so these companies don't want to make a bad hire because if they do, they have to start the whole process from scratch and incur essentially those expenses times two. So companies are really looking for folks who are going to come in and make an immediate impact, but also folks who they can trust to make an immediate impact because every hire is a bit of a risk. So that is where the hidden job market comes into play. And that's why it tends to make up more hires. So when we look at the data, roughly 75% of applicants out there are using online applications as their primary method to get in the door. So they're going to those job postings, they're pressing submit, and they're pushing their resume through but they only have about a 2% chance to get in the door when they do that. Whereas referrals only make up about 70 to 10% of applicants, but they make up around 40 to 80% of hires. Now, where do these numbers come from? They come from a couple of different surveys and a couple of different sources, which are just about as reputable as you can get in the job search space, given that there's no you know, peer-reviewed analysis of a lot of this data. But those numbers tend to hold pretty true from my experience coaching thousands and thousands of job seekers through this process, also having gone through this process myself and being on the hiring side at Microsoft. So what does this mean for you? Well, if you want to get in the door with a company, if you want to tap into that hidden job market, you essentially need to get that referral. And in order to do that, you need to have the relationships in place ahead of time. And this is why it's so important to start building relationships now, especially at these companies that you're really, really excited to work for, because you never know when an opportunity is going to open up. And your best chance of landing a role is when an opportunity opens internally, it hasn't been announced externally, and you can get a referral in the door from somebody that you know there. So that is essentially the hidden job market in a nutshell. And that is what we're going to spend a lot of time talking about on future episodes of the podcast, how to build those relationships who are the right people to build relationships with. We're going to cover all that stuff, but I think it's important to touch on this topic early on so you understand, one, what people are talking about when they mention the hidden job market, and two, why it's so important to focus your efforts there versus applying online. That's it for today, but before you go, do you want me to review your resume or your LinkedIn profile for free? Because that's exactly what we're doing for a ton of Dream Job System podcast listeners. Here's the deal. Ratings and reviews are incredibly helpful for this podcast. They push us up the charts and they help more people find these episodes and get this advice. So every week we look through all of the ratings and the reviews we've received and we pick one person. That person sends us their resume or their LinkedIn profile and I review it and send them some feedback and suggestions in a video all for free. 
Last week, we had three winners, Becky A, Rick N, and Nkeshi E. Congrats to you all. I emailed you your reviews this morning. I hope they're helpful. And if you're listening to this and you want me to review your resume or your LinkedIn profile, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's it. And if you don't know how to do that, we've included a link with instructions in the show notes. But at the end of the week, we'll scan through all of those reviews. We'll pick somebody at random, which could be you. And I'll send you a video with all of the tips and tactics that you need to boost your outcomes and win more jobs. Either way, thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.